Welcome to Read It Read It. We will be reading from r slash tales from the front desk. Our first post is by Mr. Brannigan. So for the past few days we've had this girl staying with us. Saturday morning she came down to extend her reservation saying she wanted to stay longer. Okay, cool. But she wanted to book through the brand because of some point deal they had or something. Cool, sounds good. At this point, it was rapidly approaching checkout time. She comes back down to the desk after checkout time telling me she is having issues with the app and the website and how it won't load the screen she needs to book on. This entire time her speech has been rapid and jumbled, but I get that way sometimes too when I'm anxious or nervous about something, so I didn't really sweat it at first. Finally, at nearly noon I convinced her to pay for one night, suggesting she try again later to book the remainder of the nights she needed through them. She joked about how this is what happens when you wait until the last minute. Yep. So the next morning, same business. She finally got the next night reserved by 11.30. The owner went up to talk to her after trying to call the room and getting a busy signal and explained to her that we need payment by 11 and further late payments would incur a $25 late payment fee. This morning I got a call from her around 9.30 asking for a late checkout. I suspected this was a ploy to get away with paying late again, so I told her we didn't have late checkouts available. She asked if this meant she had to wait for her ride outside, and I told her unfortunately yes. Her speech is slurred and almost impossible to understand. Through the conversation, I had to ask her to repeat herself numerous times. 11am rolls around, and the head housekeeper is going around checking rooms, finds the woman still in her room. The woman tells her she has a late checkout for 12. The head housekeeper comes down and tells me this. After discussing it with the owner, he and I decide we will honor the late checkout, but add her to the DNR, do not rent for you lurkers, going forward. As I predicted, at 11.30 she called down to say she was staying, but her dad was going to pay for the room over the phone through the brand. I explained we don't take payments over the phone, he would have to come here to pay. She assured me he was paying on the phone. After some back and forth where she wasn't making any sense, she decided she'd just come down to the desk. I talked to the boss, asked how he wanted to play it. Do we let her extend and keep an eye on her, or just end this now? He decided she wasn't worth the trouble, told me to tell her we couldn't extend the room. She came down to the desk, and I explained to her that due to the repeated late payments, the owner had decided she couldn't rent from us anymore. She started to get argumentative and talking over me. Since this conversation was being done through the night window, rather than try to crowd in with me, the owner stepped out the front door, a good six feet away from her. He told her what I had told her, reminding her that he told her the day before that she had to start paying on time. He was polite but authoritative. She responded by going full Karen. Yelling at him for talking to her that way, demanding his business card name, and just generally having a tantrum. Once she escalated, he dropped all pretenses of politeness and dished it right back, telling her she had until noon to get her shit and get off his property. Once she left to go back to her room, he went right to his office to file a complaint against her with the brand to beat her to the punch. 
We then observed her on the camera pacing around on the walkway in front of her room chatting on the phone instead of packing. She was under a camera with a microphone, so we heard her telling whoever that she was going to be contacting corporate. 12 rolls around, and she is still just standing outside her room. My boss goes up to deal with her, and asks for me to escort him, and film the interaction on my phone, so that if she tries to lie about him, we have a witness as well as video proof that she is lying. We got up there, and she was still just hanging around. Her key had quit working at 11.40, and she decided she'd just stand there instead of coming to the desk to fix it. He let her into the room, and told her to pack her shit, she had a lot of shit. She continued to argue with him. They went back and forth, while he stood against the door to keep it open, and I stood across from the doorway to film. She continued to make no attempt to start packing, and then decided that she was going to call the police on us, because she felt unsafe. And we were like yeah okay cool, save us the trouble of doing so. While she still had the 911 operator on the line, she started trying to force the door closed, and for a moment it seemed like the situation might turn violent. But she gave up after a moment and I saw her arm extended for the first time, and noticed something pretty telling. Track marks. I called her out. Hey, what are those marks on your arm? She yelled at me, saying she had cancer and tumors and the marks were from blood transfusions. I would really question the skill of nurses who left my arm looking like hers, just saying. I asked her why she lied to the head housekeeper, saying she got a late checkout. She said she didn't. I asked if she was calling the head housekeeper a liar, and she didn't answer. I asked if she knew she wasn't getting a late checkout why was she still in the room well after checkout time, and again she didn't answer, going back to insulting my boss instead. The cop showed up, and she told him what terrible people we were, we told him we just wanted her gone. The cop told her the solution to the problem at hand was for her to pack and leave. She kind of stared at him for a moment, apparently having expected some other outcome. Again, she had to be told a few times to start packing. She tried to close the door again, and both the cop and my boss insisted again it stay open. This clearly frustrated her, but she relented, and slowly started to pack up her room. As you might imagine, watching someone slowly packing a messy hotel room is pretty boring, so the cop, my boss and I started chatting a bit. The cop asked about a possum that scared the shit out of one of our night guys the other day, and we laughed about that. We told him about the fucking goose that shit in the vending area. The girl seemed pretty annoyed at no longer being the center of attention, and made some snide remarks, but we ignored her. The conversation turned to the state of downtown, and how all the boarded up windows make it seem like a foreign country. The girl started shouting at my boss asking him why he was even here, he should go back to his country, his parents are from India. He and I laughed, because this isn't the first time someone has told him to go back to his country. He informed her he's from New Jersey, and then we went back to ignoring her comments. I asked him why she didn't tell me to go back to my country, do you think she's racist? We had a chuckle about that. When she needed attention again she started yelling at the boss again, and he told her to shut up and pack. She told him to get out of her face, from like 7 feet away, and her face was definitely not that big. The cop pointed this out, in fewer words.
it seemed like she might take a while, and the cop was there, so he didn't feel like he needed a witness anymore, so the boss sent me back down to the desk. The cop had me fill out her information on the trespass form. I told the head housekeeper about what had happened, and we had a good laugh about how she'd called the police on us, and told the boss to go back to his country, because of the last time it happened, it's kind of a running joke. The other two housekeepers were having lunch, basically just waiting for the girl to get out, since hers was the last room. Boss later figured the girl cost him $50 in labor alone, since the housekeepers had to wait around. I say labor alone, because we haven't gotten to the damages portion of today's episode. Once they got the girl gone, the boss and the cop went into the room. She ruined the couch cushions with blood, had a toiletry kit full of used needles, ruined the linens and towels with blood, and smoked in the room. Drugs are a hell of a drug. Our next post is by Ailfors and Rhea. Alright first time poster, but long time lurker. But this is a story I just feel like I have to share as it happened last night. So I've been laid off for about the past two months and our casino slash hotel just opened up on Wednesday evening. It has been a nightmare. I'm the swing shift front desk supervisor and I've been working 10 plus hours every day since the opening. We have had constant non-stop lines, non-stop complaints, and non-stop phone calls. Everyone is itching to get out of the house, and as we're in a river town, we're a hotspot for a lot of people not just for gambling, but for staying near the water. We are also severely understaffed as they were not anticipating such a large turnout. It's been mainly me and one clerk for the majority of the evenings with 100 plus check-ins. I'm exhausted. Yesterday, I received a call with a lady very upset with her stay last night. I told her I understood and I took down her information and I explained I will be sending her a complimentary stay in the future. Due to her awful reception and constant rambling, this phone call took around 12 minutes. Meanwhile, I have an older gentleman in a Ren95 mask pacing in front of me, who I can only assume is just disgusted by his room or something of the similar sorts, and I have a clerk needing my help with another troubled guest. Finally, I get off the phone with the upset guest and ask the gentleman how I can help him. He said he just checked in, but he's having a serious medical issue. Due to our town being a retirement town, this is not a rare occurrence that someone might need medical assistance. I'll just type out how the dialogue went. Me, oh no, how can I help you? Him, well, I'm extremely embarrassed, but I really need you to call somebody. I'm having severe blistering hematoids. This is a frequent issue, but I really need help. Me, okay, do you need me to call an ambulance? Him, no, no. I need someone to come up to my room and check out it. Meanwhile, my clerk by my side is coughing, trying to get my attention as this is not a normal situation. Me, okay, sir. If you'd like to run up to your room now, I can send security up there immediately to help you. What's your room number? Him, I can't remember, but the room is under my wife's name. Me, okay, sir. What's your wife's name? Him, insert my full name. Then the gentleman removes his mask and it's my great uncle I haven't seen in 5 plus years. To say I was relieved is a severe understatement. My grandma pops around the corner and is dying of laughter. 
I started laughing like crazy too, and I explained to my coworker that it was a family member pulling a prank on me. Oh my gosh. My stress levels have been so high, I honestly would have believed anything. Afterwards, my uncle said he was impressed by my customer service skills as I was ready to call an ambulance and help this man who was describing his awful hemorrhoids to me. Our next post is by building a new life. This happened quite a while back. I was working alone that night and it was fairly quiet. A woman comes in and wants to check in. She is a walk-in and has no reservation. I have availability and start to do the check-in. I ask how she is doing today and she says she is doing fine. As we proceed she starts to tear up a bit. I ask her if everything is okay. She says yes everything is fine and thanks me for asking. The woman goes to her room after check-in. Later another woman storms in very frantic stating that we have a woman in our hotel that is suicidal. I proceed to try to calm the woman. She states she has been trying to get a hold of her friend for a couple hours now and she is not answering. She also states that she knows she is in this hotel but does not know the room number. Now for all you hotel people that have been in hospitality know that you are never to give out personal information or room numbers to those not being a registered guest. This throws a fork in things of this nature as you are worried to about the guest. I ask the frantic woman to verify the first and last name of the registered guest. The minute I confirmed I called the room three times in a row. As I'm doing that I ask the woman if she had contacted police and she says no. Unfortunately there is no answer to any of my calls to the room and I get a very eerie feeling in my stomach. I then let the lady know she can sit in the lobby and I'm going to go knock on the door. I run up the stairs to the door and knock loudly as I say front desk. No answer second time louder and stating front desk and there is someone her worried about your well-being. No answer third knock ma'am I'm front desk and I'm opening the door to check on your well-being. I proceed to put the keycard in the lock and slowly open the door. As the door slowly opens I'm now yelling front desk ma'am are you okay as I inch it open. My heart is pounding out of my chest every centimeter the door opens wider. My worst nightmare has now became a reality as I then see two hands in the top of her head as she lays on the floor between the two beds. Ma'am I yell at the top of my lungs. I close the door with the latch, closed so the door doesn't close all the way. I run downstairs and proceed to call 9-1-1. As I do, so her friend is asking me is she okay. I told her that I believe she needs the paramedics. The paramedics and police both arrive very quickly and I give them the room number. I have never had time go so slow in my life and it seemed like they were up there for a long time. Eventually I hear the elevator door open and a stretcher starts to come out of the elevator slowly. Then all I see so far is a blue covering and half of the stretcher and someone is definitely on it. My heart races again and the blood rushes from my face. As they push the rest of the stretcher out of the elevator there is a woman sitting up a bit with her hand in the air. She had pale blue colored skin. Mumbling words and moving her hand in the air a bit. She was alive. During the commotion, I wasn't sure what had happened with her friend that let me know what was going on after I called 911. 
What had happened was the woman took a bunch of pills and drank a box of wine which she hid from me at check-in. What I do know is. I felt like I saved that woman's life that night and I did what I had to do. To this day I'm so much more attentive and I think about that woman, especially when I always ask how are you doing today. Our next post is by Real Tomgle. I usually work afternoon shift, 3 to 11, so I get a lot of calls asking about reservations and check-ins. One night I get a call from a man asking about our availability. I informed him we did have openings that evening and that I could make a reservation for him. I asked for his name and credit card number to reserve. He gave me a reward number. Then he started cutting out since he was driving. I tried to explain that I needed more information and especially a credit card to reserve the room, but he kept cutting out until the line went dead. Well, the hotel wasn't particularly busy, so I decided to put a room on hold for him. I thought that since he was driving he would arrive in about 30 minutes. He doesn't show up, so I release the room and go back to work. When I have about 20 left in my shift, guess who shows up? He says that a woman over the phone reserved his room. Now I have to point out that I'm a man. I have a higher pitched voice and it is exacerbated over the phone. Now the guest is upset about not having a reservation and I've got 20 minutes left and I'm not in a mood to deal with him. I tell him Susan must have been talking to him, but her shift ended hours ago. We still had rooms, so I made a reservation for him and checked him in. He still seemed angry, so I typed up a note about him and emailed it to my cowhawkers so they would be aware. The next day I go to my manager's office first to get pass alongs and information about the day. She walks out first and I follow her to the front desk and guess who is there? Since my manager was in front she addresses him first before I can get there. He says that I'm not mad, always a red flag, whenever that gets said, but I want to know what woman was working here last night. My manager is a little confused, but says that she will check the schedule. She clearly hadn't seen my note yet. So I jump in and say as I said last night, Susan was working yesterday but today is her day off. No one named Susan has ever worked at the hotel and my manager slowly turned away from the guest to look at me in a what are you talking about face that the guest thankfully cannot see. My cowalkers behind me, who did read my notes, had to contain their laughter. The guest accepted this and left. I then had to gather everyone and have them stick to the story. To this day guest thinks Susan was responsible. Our next post is by your last thanks. The resort I work at generally caters to a much more mature demographic. As such, it's not totally uncommon to hear some pretty old-fashioned viewpoints from our guests. One day, I was working the switchboard, a computer in the back office dedicated to answering phones and text messages. Towards the end of the day, one of my cowhawkers, Shelby, came back and ran up to me looking pretty frantic. You have to take over for me. I swear to god I'm about to get fired if I have to continue speaking to this bitch out front. Normally, Shelby is an unshakable rock with the meanest poker face I've ever seen, so I knew something was fucky. I asked her what the problem was, and she filled me in that this old crone had been asking about the tour she was scheduled for when she inquired if Shelby had a husband and kids yet. 
she told her no and tried to move on with the conversation, but the woman wasn't having any of it. She just couldn't understand why any young woman as pretty as Shelby didn't have a man in her life. Getting a bit peeved, Shelby informed her that she wasn't interested in men. This really threw her off. What kind of a woman isn't interested in men, she demanded. A gay one, Shelby shot back. The ancient one was so flustered she walked off, but only for a few minutes, before marching right back and quoting scripture to show Shelby the error of her sinful ways. As previously mentioned, Shelby's a bad bitch when she needs to be, but she also comes from a very Mormon family, so she's no stranger to aggressive homophobia. Not in the mood to deal with her vapid bullshit, Shelby tells her that, unless she has more questions about tours and services, she needs to make room for other guests immediately. The old bat huffed off, but not before ensuring that she would be back to pray the gay away and try to save her soul. Hours later, the coffin dodger returned from her tour and began begging Shelby to pray with her and redeem herself before God. By now Shelby was at the end of her rope and came back to fetch me. It's worth pointing out that at this point in the season, we were all still very new at our jobs and we weren't too sure of how to best deal with this situation. Being gay myself, I thought it might be kind of fun to go out and see, so we traded off and I walked out to the desk. In a most comical fashion, this skank was standing there, hand on her hip, and clutching her bible, like she was performing an exorcism. Where's that girl? Did you know she's one of those asterisk gay asterisk people? I flashed her a big beautiful, customer service smile that guests love, and my manager absolutely hates. I'm sorry ma'am, did you actually need something, or are you just harassing my coworker on the basis of her sexuality? She looked like I had slapped her in the face. She screeched back how dare you. I'm just trying to help her. Where is she? Where's your manager? I want to talk to him right now. Grinning at my three other coworkers at their respective stations, who were watching in shock, I walked back into the office and was just about to get my manager when an even better thought occurred to me. I walked up to my supervisor, Katie, and quickly filled her in. Now, Katie was instantly fired up and ready to go to war. She always backs us up when we have problem guests, but she took this particular case personally because she's bisexual. Katie marched out and introduced herself, honestly beaming with excitement at the chance to deal with her hot bullshit. The old hack barely got four words out about the deviants working here when Katie ripped into her. Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to stop insulting my team, and if you have a problem with gay people, I'll happily inform you that this not the hotel for you. Out of the five people standing behind this desk, only one is straight. If you have a problem with that, I'll gladly call security and have you removed from the property. Her eyes nearly bugged out of her head as she quickly glanced at all of my coworkers before landing on me. You can't possibly be the only straight man here. She laughed as though it was a bad joke. Giving her that lady killer smile again, I said no ma'am, nor have I ever been one, thankfully. She literally recoiled from me with a look of disgust. I'm giving you one last chance, ma'am, Katie said, go back to your room or I'll call security. She turned red in the face, stuttered and grumbled, and then briskly walked out of the lobby. 
Thankfully, Shelby had pulled up her information when helping her earlier in the day, so my supervisor pulled up her account and added a few helpful notes for our sister branches to read before she stayed with them. That poor woman was probably so traumatized to come face to face with a lesbian, a b-girl, and two gay guys all at once. Bless her cold, decrepit heart. TLDR, homophobic old biddy learns the hard way why we are called the gay team at our resort. Our next post is by Tom at 734. I didn't work there, but I witnessed everything, and it was hilarious. TLDR at the bottom not native English so feel free to point out mistakes. Cast, Karen, Mark, owner of the family hotel, fake name, front desk employee. Karen came to the front desk shouting, asterisk MYP is not working, but I left things in my room. Employee, your key has been disabled since you did check out three hours ago. Karen, asterisk I just moved my bags, I still need to move a few things asterisk. Asterisk asterisk employe asterisk 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 yo you did check out, signed everything and told us you moved everything, the room has already been cleaned, so every item left there is in the lost items section. Karen, asterisk I already looked there, but my items are not there, let me in my fucking room. Mark, that was next to the employee from the start, asterisk THAT is not your room anymore, and when we cleaned the room we only found some needles hidden in the water, so we just took them, and alerted police, even if we weren't sure about the owner, did you want those, asterisk. Karen, escalating from mumbling to shouting, asterisk no, no, surely I didn't, I just left money in the safe, let me in you Mexican THIEF asterisk. Mark, asterisk I was born here in New York and my parents are too, now please leave this property or I will be forced to call police another time. Karen, do you know who am I? I can get you fired in an INSTANT asterisk. Mark, you are Karen, he said her real name, you booked a few weeks ago, you stayed here a few days, just to use drugs in the room, now leave this property. Karen. Give me your fucking name I'm getting you fired asterisk. Mark, asterisk I apostrophe M Mark, now leave Mark's hotel, my hotel. Then the Karen just left with her tail between her legs. TLDR, Karen used drugs in a hotel, then shouted to two employees, but one was the owner. Our next post is by really forgot. This started out as a reply to another post a while ago, and I agree it deserves its own thread, but onto the story. I was working at a chain hotel on the front desk. I came in one fine morning and the first call was a woman very upset because a package she had sent via a package delivery service to her employee who had been staying at the hotel was missing. It contained a VHS tape, yes these were a thing way back when that the employee was supposed to use in a very important demo. Apparently, this VHS tape cost over a quarter of a million dollars to create. The employee had checked out super early. The delivery company claimed our night audit guy had signed for the PKG, so we must have it. Yeah, no. Our that guy was a long time guy who didn't play and never ever signed for anything. After several calls in which the woman got increasingly agitated and ruder, I did inform my GM of the situation and went about my day. 
A bit later my GM calls me into her office and tells me this woman called back to complain about me and she was making a complaint to corporate. Important to mention the sales director was right there for all of this. Also important to mention my GM and my soon-to-be ex-husband were living together. So there were other issues. I knew what she was doing, but there wasn't a damn thing I could do, so I just went back to the desk. Then, karma, the phone rings, it's the woman from earlier calling to apologize to me for being rude to me. Turns out the delivery service lied and still had the package. I asked her if she had called and spoken to my GM, nope. So I got her info and went back to the GMS office. And told her the woman she claimed made a complaint about me just called to apologize to me etc. The sales director got pissed and called corporate and rated out the GM for a bunch of hinky stuff she was pulling and GM got fired about a month later. My divorce was finalized a few months after that and two weeks later my ex-husband and ex-GM got married. I'm pretty sure they're still together but I haven't spoken to either in years. I kept working at the hotel for about a year after that. The next GM was so much better. So much less drama. Our last post is by Mr. Brannigan. Alright, so my shift starts nice and quiet. I settle in for an exciting night of maybe a couple of guests, Reddit, Minecraft, and editing audio. I review the notes left by our night guy to see if anything exciting happened, nope, just some stuff about people checking in early and charging them the fee. Apparently, they tried the old, but I'm a diamonde guest, but he still charged them since they checked in so early, 6am. Also, they changed rooms from their original room because it supposedly had two box springs instead of a mattress. What, also he later then moved to a third room, because there actually was a problem with the second. Their original room did not, in fact, have two box springs. I'm here for maybe a half an hour, when some people come up to the window. They are confused because they were told the room was $68, but they were charged $98. I look it up and sure enough, they were the people who checked in at 6. I explained to them that it was an early check-in fee for checking in 9 hours before check-in time. They are taken aback. But he said check-in is it at 7 and he was going to waive the early check-in fee. Seriously? You made it to Diamond and think hotels have a check-in at 7am. I explained that it sounds like there has been a misunderstanding early check-in starts at 7am, normally before that we charge for another full night's stay. They insist to me that he lied to them and should be fired. MMM no. I send a message in the group chat warning everyone about this dumbass, and while I'm chatting with the person I just relieved, I get a call from customer care. Bruh is filing a complaint. I explain reality to the person on the line and decide to watch the security footage of my coworkers' interactions with the guest this morning both on the phone and at check-in. It makes me feel weird to creep on a coworker, but I want to know exactly what he said to them, since I'm the one dealing with them now, and I expect either them or corporate to call back. So I watch a video of my coworker getting a phone call from them just after 4. Like he noted in the pass-ons, he told them about the early check-in fee. They called back a short while later having made the reservation, and he added the early check-in fee to the reservation. 
A couple of hours later they check in, and he says nothing about waiving the early check-in fee. I'm glad I crept though, because a few minutes later the guy calls down asking to speak to a manager. I tell him I'm the manager on duty, and he proceeds to unload, still bitching about being lied to also apparently the dresser in this third room is falling apart? I'd have had more sympathy for the guy with regards to his dresser if the rest of the events hadn't occurred, so I just tell him that I'll have maintenance look at it tomorrow. He bitches some more about being lied to, and I correct him and inform him I reviewed the security footage and tell him that I heard the night auditor telling him about the check-in fee and he did not tell him he'd waive it. He tells me he knows what he heard, I tell him I know what I heard also. Strangely, he never asks to see or hear the security footage, which is what I would have done had I been in his shoes and was not a shitty Karen Con artist. The guy gets extra pussy and accuses me of calling him a liar and starts saying I'm a liar and should be fired for running such a terrible hotel. He says he filed a major complaint with our brand and he's going to leave bad reviews and tell everyone not to stay here. I tell him that's fine. We are proud of our hotel and our staff all have years of experience and we have many guests who have been loyal customers for years. We're not too worried about being fired or his reviews. We'll do just fine. He says our hotel is nothing to be proud of, and I don't have a heart. Also, all our reviews are bad. I asked why he decided to stay here, if our reviews are so terrible, and he said it was because he was tired. I asked if it was possible he misunderstood what the night auditor was saying, due to being so tired. He said he was tired, not stupid. I held my tongue. After much back and forth, he got so angry he was having trouble with words, which was quite funny. He basically said, you can take that $30 and you can stuff it, you can eat on it, you take that $30 and buy yourself a damn happy meal. I thanked him for the suggestion and said I would while he hung up on me. Meanwhile, in the group text, the owner announced he had received the complaint. He told us to put them on the DNR and make sure they check out tomorrow. They have accomplished nothing outside of making themselves look like fools. That's it for Edit Reddit. I hope you enjoyed. Please leave a good rating, as that really helps me out.